today. A class action lawsuit filed against the Robinhood app after a GameStop trading freeze. And the New York Attorney General reveals the Cuomo administration, uh, who investigated itself, apparently undercounted their nursing home COVID deaths. Uh, we've got a lot to get into today, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by, it is a Blaze TV day here uh, on the News and why it, uh, why it Matters. I am joined by Steve Dace once again from the Steve Dace Show uh, on Blaze TV. And also we've got Dave Rubin of The Rubin Report, uh, also seen on Blaze TV. So. I am glad to be with you guys. You know, I've done a whole bunch of shows today and in my life, that was the first time that ever a second before a show, I got pulled halfway across the table by a producer <laughs> because I was in slightly the wrong spot. I so was I concerned that they were dragging you to the left. <laughs> no, they dragged me to the right. Okay, that, that's the thing. That's, that's, my what, left. that's what we okay. do here. Yeah, yeah. That's yes. what you people, which yes. is what we call you, that's what you yeah. people have consistently done to me, dragged me yeah. to the right. It is so I, it was impressive, I was over though, here. That they kept the countdown going yes. live in real time yeah. while they were doing yes. that. Very impressive. That is why we have these chairs on wheels. So yes, I know that now. Need to go. Uh, all right, so I, I want to get into this GameStop story. And I want to just, I will confess, I am not a stock expert, so I am reading this story and I am digesting it and I am like, I think I understand this enough to have a decent conversation with you guys about it, but anywhere you want to fill in the blank, you feel free to. Uh, so there was a class action lawsuit filed against the Robinhood trading app after the uh, GameStop trade freeze. Now, for those of you who missed it, uh, this GameStop, GameStop stock surge, say that three times fast, uh, <laughs> happened where Wall Street saw an opportunity to make money by shorting the GameStop stock. Uh, online community of Reddit users decided that they were going to stick it to the, uh, the hedge funds and hedge fund investors, and they rallied to buy up shares in the company, rocketing its stock price to a dizzying 1,600% increase uh, <laughs> since the beginning of January, and they cost these hedge fund short sellers literally billions of dollars. Um, so this was really, truly, like, the the average the average Joes against the one percenters, mm -hmm. right? And everything legal, right? I didn't see anything yeah. that was illegal. Everything yeah. well, illegal, legal for now. They'll change what's oh, legal absolutely. now that they've seen the way the people could revolt. Yes. But this story is so beautiful, and it's so like consistent with all of the things that we all talk about all day politically. Like there is a movement of people that are trying to fight the power structure. And I'm not somebody that thinks the power structure in and of itself is automatically bad. Like we've had a system in America that has worked for a long time, but it is getting to its end where we've seen too many things behind the curtain. The idea that coordinating on Reddit, and I've got all kinds of problems with Reddit. I don't think Reddit's <laughs> the greatest place online, but the idea that people anywhere, just regular people, in this case, it was a lot of gamers putting in a couple bucks. I bought $50 worth of GameStop yesterday. Then they, then they froze me. So I, it's probably worth like 60 now. But, but the idea that just like average people can use these apps and, mm -hmm. until they can't now because right. they've, they've frozen them on Robinhood. But to, to change the way the financial system works, it's so fascinating. It's so cool. And as Steve, as you pointed out right before we started, I mean, the irony 
that something called Robin Hood, which mm -hmm. was about you know stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Well, the second the poor start making it happen, mm -hmm. what does Robin Hood do? Robin Hood is getting a call from somebody. I mean, who? That's what I want to know. Yeah. That's where the real scandal is. It's like the who? sheriff of Nottingham's in their line. <laughs> you were supposed to be a false flag. Yeah, operation, guys, this was a joke. Not really giving the money to the poor. <laughs> right. Just doing it. It's a virtue signal, but you're like not supposed to really be doing right. it. Right. It was uh, like we're going to give them like all like the crappy day old bread, but we've got all the right. good stuff over right. here. But right. so that's what I'm really interested in over the next couple of days. When when it, when it is leaked, because it has to, everything is leaked now. It's like, who made a call to the app that was blowing up and succeeding and doing what their mission was, what their business purpose was? Who called them and said, you got to stop? And then they, they actually mm -hmm. did it and destroyed their own business, too. It's pretty fascinating. I, it almost feels like every day now is an Ebony Maw speech. The, the character <laughs> from, uh, from, from Infinity War and yep. Endgame, who's mm -hmm. like the, the propaganda mouth, the false prophet for Thanos. And there's just scores of dead bodies and bodies twitching and mass carnage. And he just casually just strolls around and he gives, he's got a sermon every time. You may think you're, this is suffering, but really it is your salvation, yeah. right? I mean, that, that's kind of what this feels like on a daily basis. And By the way, it didn't end that well for that guy. No, it did not. And that's, yeah. see, that is my concern. Yeah. Is, I have said this um, the last couple of times I've been down here in Dallas on various shows, and it's getting worse. Mm -hmm. My concern is that we continue to take peaceable means away from people to fight back or to have their voices heard or to have a, a grievance aired, to feel like they're a part of the system, they weren't left behind, they're valued as a citizen, whether it is voting, whether it is um, media shunning, big tech censorship. And now, you know, probably the quintessential dudes in their basement, you know, that are gaming on a, on a Tuesday are like, no, you're not putting my GameStop out of business. And no, you don't get to buy the number one theater chain where I've got my you know, popcorn refill bucket. You don't get to buy that for five cents and then uh, a share and put it out of business. Screw that. We're buying those shares. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we can do what you guys do. And it just seems like every time the average American is decides to assert themselves the system from on a high squashes that. And, and if, you, if you've read, I don't know, uh, a half a page of a history book, that never works. When the, peasants realize, when the peasants have gotten frustrated to the point that they begin the pushback, you can't put it down. Mm -hmm. and it, but the elites always try and it never ends well. And I like this thing called America. This is the best place in the world to live. But I am really concerned that these folks are so concerned with maintaining their power, they're going to push us into a freaking civil war yeah. and with this level of hypocrisy. And what's specific to this is like the, the hedge fund guys, they're playing all their tricks, right? And I like the way you preface this because, you know, nobody on CNN's going on tonight and going, you know, I'm not an expert right. in all this. They're just going to pretend it, yes. right? I'm just going to be honest right? with so, you guys. So I'm not an expert in this either, but <laughs> right. we all know, everyone intuitively knows that the hedge fund guys are allowed to play all kinds of tricks and, and I mean, that's what shorting stocks... That's why it's called stocks, a hedge fund. Right? Right. They bring hedging, leverage to their... Short, yes. Right, yes. shorting stocks, yes. okay? Yeah. So we all know they're playing all their tricks, but then when the people start playing tricks, because mm -hmm. that's what these, these people are doing. They're at home putting a couple bucks yep. in because they love the idea of GameStop, right? Like yep. I was a big gamer when I was a kid. I used to work actually, my first job out of college, I worked at Electronics Boutique, which you guys may remember, it was the original GameStop. Yeah. They were eventually, they were, that was where you yep. got video games and it yep. was bought out by GameStop. So wow. I guess I'm an insider of, <laughs> of sorts, so you've got an insider on the yeah. panel. But, but the point is like, they're okay when, the, when it's their people cheating, but yep. once it's the other guys, and it's, I don't even want to say cheating, once it's the other guys playing the game, the 
loophole, maybe. Yeah. Gaming yeah. the system, shall we say? There you go. Once the other guys do it, now we got a problem. Right. But, but that's why it's so interesting to me that it's not just that they're going to take out like some of the hedge fund guys that are going to lose billions of dollars. It's that the app itself is going to destroy itself in the name of nonsense. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? In the name of going against its mission statement. That, that's just incredible to me. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the politicians handle this. You know, the, the Democratic politicians who say that they're just out there for the average, the average American, the we average Joe. See. Yes, they hate Wall Street. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they react to that. But we did see how Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez handled it. Uh, she went on Twitter. Now, this was this is wild. Okay, so this is a, a kind of a back and forth. So stick with me here. Okay, this is AOC, who is responding to uh, the the Robinhood app uh, freezing all of the 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 stocks. So she said. This is unacceptable. We now need to know more about Robinhood's decision to block retail investors from purchasing stock while hedge funds are freely able to trade the stock as they see fit. As a member of the Financial Services Committee, I'd support a hearing if necessary. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, that's actually a pretty sane tweet from totally AOC. Agree. That's she I got agree. one. The story yeah. can't end here. No, you're right. It does not. She, she got it for like half a second. Yeah. And we saw that she got it because Ted Cruz actually responded. He retweeted it and said, fully agree. Okay. So we're like, wow, we found some, we're uniting around this. This is good. This is some common ground. Oh, no, 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 no. Not so fast because AOC came back to Ted Cruz saying Ted Cruz saying he fully agrees and said, I'm happy to work with Republicans on this issue where there's common ground, but you almost had me murdered three weeks ago. So you can sit this one out. Happy to work with almost any other GOP that aren't trying to get me killed. In the meantime, if you want to help, you can resign. So I have some questions. Um, number one, Only I, some. <laughs> number one, I, I didn't, I guess I missed the news story that Ted Cruz tried to have a fellow Congress member murdered three weeks ago. Did I just, well, if, I missed if it? If it went down, you we know that this, yeah. it, it did not occur with okay. a garage door rope shaped like a noose, because if it had, 15 FBI agents would have shown up That's at Ted Cruz's point. residence right away. That's yes. a great point. Great point. Look. She's ridiculous. She <laughs> actually is simply ridiculous. And I, I tweeted something to the effect of that when people realize that it's politicians like her who are part of the problem, you know, the whole system seems to think that she's the answer. Mm -hmm. She's young, she's cute, she gets internet culture and like, oh, this is it. Ted Cruz, forget what happened on the Capitol, it's actually irrelevant and Ted Cruz never called for violence and no. Ted Cruz wanted votes counted. And by the way, had everything not happened uh, the way it unfolded that day, votes would have been counted, Biden would have been president right. and Ted Cruz would have said what he said. And he's, by, he's also a Harvard trained lawyer. This is not some, some nobody who knows nothing about constitutional law or how the process works. Um, but the idea that he reached out to say, I agree, yep. mm -hmm. I agree. That's what everyone's clamoring for, right? Aren't we supposed to be healing? Healing, how's the healing going for you guys? <laughs> the unity and the healing? Like Ted Cruz did what we all know is the right thing there. And her answer was, you wanted to have me murdered. So if that's the way you guys want to continue playing, then we will all just get sucked down to the ninth level of hell together. <laughs> or we can try to be a little bit better. And I, I always, when I go to colleges, I always tell students, it's like, all you have to do is be a little better than them. You don't to, like to be a little better than AOC is not that hard. And if you can do it, you know, like if you can do it, 
you can bring more people to your side. But that's inexcusable what she's doing there. It's I mean, inexcusable. You have a moment. You have a moment. Right. Let's let's stand up for what's right together. Yeah. No, you're trying to be killed. Well, especially when you've got these people who just uh, impeached Donald Trump for the second time because he incited an insurrection, if you believe what they're selling you. And it's like, okay, so aren't we supposed to be being careful with our words? Aren't we, if we're listening to you guys, anything that's said that's inflammatory could possibly lead to really horrible things that you then would be responsible for. So how does she get away with saying this? This reminds me of uh, a few years ago when we almost had the mass assassination of the GOP congressman on the softball field. Yes, yes. And that was only averted because one member of leadership decided at the last minute to go to the game, which brought a security detail with him that uh, was able to take the shooter out before he was successful. If that guy had stayed home, Mm -hmm. then we would have carried a lot of dead bodies out of there. And I had mentioned on Twitter that I thought we were this close to an Archduke Ferdinand moment in America if that had gone down. Mm. I get contacted by Brian Stelter on CNN asking if I will come on Reliable Sources on Sunday to talk about the need for more civility. And, you know, appearing on CNN on Sunday <laughs> instead, of, this is going. instead of going to church is not normally high on my list, but I thought this is an opportunity I probably can't re- refuse. So right. I, I agree to do it. And he has me on with Sally. I think it's Sally Cohn. Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know. I've never met her. Don't know much about her. But overall, we had a really nice conversation about the need for more civility, that we can strenuously argue our points without, you know, uh, destroying people and inciting people. I thought, hey, maybe that wasn't a waste of my time. Two days later, on my Twitter account, someone retweets me or shares a tweet with me where Sally Cohn, after we were on this panel together on national TV having this conversation, 48 hours later, she accuses then House Speaker Paul Ryan of a, quote, 50-state killing spree because of their attempt to repeal the, uh, the Obamacare at the time. 48 hours later. 48 hours later. Yeah, I actually thought it was, the story was going to be worse. I thought you were going to say she accused you 48 oh, hours later right. of, of that, that, doing yes. something directly. Well, that's what would happen now. We, we're at that stage now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but look, that's the next step in all of this, which is that if they called half the people bigots and half the people racist and homophobes for years, and now you've moved on to their insurrectionists, their terrorists, they're all of these other they're things. They're Nazis. You, yeah. You yeah. can't scale that back. No. Once you go that far, you can't suddenly be like, you know those Nazis? Ah, right. Maybe they <laughs> I want to get along with them. them. I just yeah. want to last in this business long enough that they call me like a Klingon. Um, a Sith Patience. Lord. Because we're running out of world the terms of this world to call people. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. So I want to know what the next layer of name calling actually is. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've got more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor this segment, Grove. So uh, I know it's it's weird going to the store now. If you're like, you know, I know uh, Steve is very frustrated because he comes to Texas and he's like, why is everyone wearing the freaking masks here? Even in Texas, you got to you're going to the grocery store. Everyone's masked up. So maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you just want to shop and get your home essentials from home, it should be really easy and convenient, right? Well, that is where Grove Collaborative comes in. Grove is the online marketplace for, if you are like me, maybe you're a little bit of a conservative hippie, okay? You like the sustainable home essentials. Uh, Grove has that online delivered directly to your doorstep. Um, If you are looking to go green, maybe you are looking to be more environmentally friendly for your family, for your pets, uh, this is the way to do it. They've got thousands of home, beauty, and personal care products. They are all guaranteed to be good for all of you at your home and for the planet. Uh, With Grove, you don't have to shop multiple stores or search a bunch of different places online to get all of the natural goods that you need. They've got 
them all in one place over at Grove. Join over 2 million households who have trusted Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. Uh, shipping is fast and free on your first order. For a limited time, right now, when you guys go to grove.co slash news, you will get a free Mrs. Myers gift set. I don't know if you guys have tried Mrs. Myers, but Mrs. Myers is my jam, okay? They are awesome. All of their home products smell amazing. You're gonna love them. Uh, and you will get that for free, a gift set, Mrs. Myers gift set, plus free shipping with your first order. That's a $30 value. You gotta go to grove.co slash news. It is grove.co slash news. Back in just a minute. Yesterday on the program, uh, Steve Dace was with us yesterday, and we discussed a little bit of, you know, Joe Biden and just how difficult it must be for the people who voted for him to be swallowing this pill of, oh, wait, crap, he's doing things that are negatively affecting me, kind of like he really promised that he would, but I wasn't paying attention and now I'm paying the price for it. Uh, so President Joe Biden, in, in just another example of this, President Joe Biden still feels weird to say, uh, he promised when he was running that families making under $400,000 a year would face no new taxes under his plan, uh, but apparently his nominee to head the Commerce Department is now saying uh, something else entirely. This is Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, and she was in the middle, uh, or he was in the middle of a, is it a she? We'll find out. Uh, does it matter these days? It does not actually. <laughs> What's a woman, Sarah? Let's actually, discuss that. Let's actually let her need decide. To ask. Yeah, yes. because it's yeah. what yes. whatever this particular person identifies as at this particular time, which I don't even know. Uh, so during a Senate hearing on Tuesday uh, for her nomination, uh, that the administration would have to remain open to new taxation on middle class families. Oops, which is weird because that's not what Joe Biden sold us at all. That's crazy. Listen. The nominee for Transportation Secretary, uh, Mayor Budapest, last week said he was receptive to increasing the gas tax. And again, this is a this is a uh, this would be something that would impact the you know the poorest families in our country significantly. Uh, what is your position on that? And do you think that how do you, how how would that impact your ability to do your job as Secretary of, of uh, Commerce? Yes. So I, I would defer to Congress um, to make that decision. Uh, let me say this. I, uh, as governor, am deeply in touch with how much increasing bills affect the average American family. Mm. Uh, having said that, uh, we do need to um, meet the climate change challenge and we need funds for improved infrastructure, better roads, safer roads, safer bridges, and uh, which also creates jobs. So I would look to um, balance those interests and, and work as a piece of the president's team. Well, I'm really glad that we heard from someone who is actually deeply in touch <laughs> with the average person as governor. Uh, can I just know. say that I, as someone on Twitter and YouTube and other <laughs> such places, yes. am deeply in touch with <laughs> what the people think. And the people think politicians who talk like that sound completely ridiculous. Yeah. The problem is that it doesn't, A, we all know this, it doesn't matter what Biden said before, right? It doesn't matter what you say before you're elected, it matters what you do. And, and Democrats fundamentally believe taxation is good. Mm -hmm. If you fundamentally believe that taking from the people you wanna take from to do whatever it is that you want to do is a good thing, well then mm -hmm. A, you'd be okay with the lie, right? Yeah. The, the lie, it's no problem. And, and B, you would just do it whenever you wanna do it. 
you know, everything in government comes down to spending. They don't need more of our money. Mm -hmm. I, I cannot believe, it's incredible to me that anyone ever votes for anyone that would dare raise your taxes. Do you think that these incompetent buffoons who can't do anything need more of your money? If right. only they had more of your money, then we could fix this thing. It's mm -hmm. that they need more. Well, but I think the problem is that they're not, the, the the person who's listening to this somehow doesn't think that they're going to take more. They're not going to take more of my money. Yeah, they're going to no, take no. more of that his guy. money. Yes. Right. That guy who has yeah. a bigger house what, than that's, me. That's typically yeah. what they're sold. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what is it? Something like 20% of American households have an individual earner over $75,000 a year, right? So when you hear they're not going to raise taxes on people over $400,000, that's really not that many Americans, mm -hmm. okay? But the gas tax now is something completely different. Yeah. And what I find fascinating about this is uh, being involved uh, in, in these kinds of fights against Republican establishmentarians across the country over the years, this is their favorite tax, is the gas tax. Because most Republicans are not interested in the kinds of things that shows like this or we do talk about, but are more interested in their own variation of corporatism. Mm -hmm. And so the gas tax is a way, frankly, for uh, big business to pass on the cost of, of, of them shipping their goods across the roads, which is what damages the roads. But we need their goods. Um, but they, sh they, they shift that cost down to us because it's a very regressive tax. Um, on the other hand, though, to see now Democrats pushing this. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been involved in fights in the past against the gas tax where I've actually worked with Democrats because they agreed that this was a regressive tax that hurts single moms, uh, low-income families. I'm like, I totally agree. That's why I think it sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, I'm a believer in the, you know, with that whole to whom much is given, much is required mm -hmm. thing, you know? Yeah. So I don't, I don't really know why uh, Acme Trucking Company gets to pass on the cost of them destroying the roads to a sing single moms across the country. I agree with you. Yeah. Well, now we see that, that now that they have control, it's a little four legs good, two legs bad. And they look from man to pig and pig to man and back to pig again. And they couldn't tell the difference. You know, now, now that's our gas tax. Now that's our revenue. Now those are our corporations. Now suddenly regressive taxation for the party of Elizabeth Warren isn't such a bad idea. Yeah, well, and okay, so Dave, you are a former Democrat. Yes, I'm yes, sorry, uh, I know that's you know, I, embarrassing probably I for you. I had to live, so. you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so what Steve's talking about here, and, you know, the gas tax and how they're just all of a sudden, oh, it's an about face and now we're for it. Um, but also... You've got all of these average Americans who perhaps voted Democrat who don't really buy into all of this climate change. Nope. Climate change is, the, you know, we have to be doing all of these climate change things. Wait, hold on. Are you tell me the world's not going to blow up in 12 years? Because I have to I, uh -oh. switch something on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I am here to tell you perhaps We're AOC. Be all right. Yeah, perhaps AOC may be exaggerated. My just cozy a app bit. doesn't go past 2031, guys. Uh -oh. Just so you know. Uh -oh. Oh, I thought that was I thought that was in design. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. But so I mean, you've got these average Democrats yeah. who are not in line with what these uh, the lawmakers are saying we need to be doing. Are they ever going to come to a point where they go, hold on, this is this has gone too far? Because I thought that that point was like two yeah, elections when, when, ago. Well, when people are at the gates with the pitchforks. I yeah. mean, that's what they're, I think this is sort of what you were saying before. That's what they're forcing everyone to feel is the right way to do things. Right. You guys can game the system when it's your guys, the hedge fund guys, but you can't do it this way. You can raise taxes for your purposes when it's this way. They, and they flip reality on itself all the time. 
And then it was compounded by Trump because then they could just, it didn't matter what position Trump took, they mm -hmm. had to take the opposite mm -hmm. position. So basically everyone in the country had some version of a mental breakdown. And now we're just trying to pick up the pieces. But again, it, to me, the tax thing is just so obvious if you really think about it. it. Let's pretend we just literally doubled the taxes on everybody. We just doubled the amount of income that the government got. Do you think your problems would go away? Do, does anyone think any government solutions would magically appear? And the answer, of course, is no. Mm -hmm. You would just strengthen these lifetime buffoons like John Kerry, who've, who've never accomplished anything, and now John Kerry is in charge of in the environment. A guy who's <laughs> never, what has he ever done? He married someone in the Heinz family. He went surf, That's he married a Republican he, heiress. He, yeah, he got big ketchup money. Yeah, but yeah. besides that, the guy's done nothing. Yeah, yeah those are all good points. All right, we've got uh, more to come, but we got to take a break. Back in a minute. The New York State Attorney General, Letitia James, accused the Cuomo administration of like just undercounting the number of coronavirus related deaths at nursing homes in the state by like 50 percent. But just the 50 percent, you guys. Uh, <laughs> she released a new report and she determined that a lot of the misrepresentation was because the state counted only deaths that occurred at the actual nursing home facilities and not the deaths that occurred at the hospitals later. Now, I'm shocked, you guys, because I seem to recall that this was investigated very thoroughly by uh, Andrew Cuomo's own people. So it's it's mind boggling to me that maybe they would have miscounted or uh, covered anything up because this was Andrew Cuomo investigating himself. And yet this guy has the audacity. What was it yesterday? We mm -hmm. just talked about uh, he goes Incompetent on. Incompetent government costs lives. Yes. 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 Yeah. Talking about the federal government. Talk, of course, they can't yeah. stop talking about President Trump. Incompetence government kills people. And this guy, uh, apparently his own, again, Democrat attorney general uh, is basically throwing him under the bus and saying, yeah, you guys undercounted these nursing home deaths that you caused by 50%. Uh, I wanna get your thoughts, but I also wanna know, is he ever going to like pay for this? Will he ever see consequences for this? Because my gut tells me no. While he's above ground? I'm not optimistic. <laughs> yeah. but, um, I'm liking this New York State Attorney General, yeah. Letitia. I mean, first she calls BS on Cuomo. That about a month ago, she filed an antitrust lawsuit against big tech there in the state of New York. So I don't know. I mean, it, it, I had somebody tweet me today that they simultaneously liked a tweet by me and Rashida Tlaib. <laughs> on the, we had the same position on the same issue, and now I agree with the New York State Democrat Attorney General. What is going on? A, these are crazy. <laughs> I must be taking crazy pills, right? But the reality is, um, here's how he would be held accountable in this life. Uh, if he chose to run for president uh, in 2028 mm -hmm. or 2032, that's if America makes it that long, seriously. But if he chose to run for president... Um, anybody who challenged him in that primary absolutely mm. would hammer him with that uh, as a means of, of uh, deconstructing his campaign. But short of somebody doing it because of political advantage, 
I'm sadly not very optimistic. Mm, yeah, I don't think that the mainstream media is going to suddenly come around and tell us that the guy who was the gold standard for the way governors <laughs> right. should deal with it and who got a, what did he get? It? Did he get an Oscar or an Emmy? Or yeah, a, I get a from Fauci, I know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he got like an Oscar, <laughs> an, an Emmy in yeah, the midst of this, so. and then and then he wrote a book. Yes. Yeah, he met, in the midst of the craziest pandemic of our lifetimes, mm -hmm. the governor of, you know, really the most important or second most vital state in the mm -hmm. union, also managed to write a book, a best-selling book. I mean, on on his management right, you know, on skills how and how to handle pandemic. Yeah, he, he's a complete buffoon. I, you know, I'm from New York, and I remember when I was growing up, Mario Cuomo. His dad was the yes. governor, and everyone loved him. He really he was a Democrat, but he was a centrist, and he could work across the island. You know, there's a lot of complex politics in New York because of the the metropolitan area, New York City versus upstate and resources and everything. And he was a leader for everybody. This guy and his clown brother, I have to just mm -hmm. give a shout out to Chris Cuomo, who's the, the, of all the clowns on CNN, I would say is the top clown. Would you guys? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Lemon. I mean, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Yeah. Then Acosta, he's got some stiff uh, competition. His name. In clown. Is appropriately is. named Don Lemon. That's true. I mean, it's, 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 it's literally like his name is, is, <laughs> is an announcement of what is coming next. But I digress. Yeah, well, no, yeah. but, but. <laughs> Long story short, no, he will not pay in any way because yeah. because Democrats are rewarded. If you ruin a city as a Democrat, Gavin Newsom, San Francisco, mayor of San Francisco, what happens? You become the governor of California. So Lord only knows whether he'll end up one day as the attorney general or something else. I think maybe you're right. Like long term, there could be some play by like a political opponent at mm -hmm. some point in a primary. But, you know. Okay, well, now that we're on the subject of the Cuomo brothers, gun to your head, you have to pick which one is worse, Andrew or Chris, go. Oh, God. I think Chris, hard, I think, right? I think Chris is worse. Okay. I, I do. I think, I think Andrew <laughs> has shown at times when he has to, political reality he will acknowledge. Mm. I think Chris is just like not even human, like a construct. Like if the Burger King guy got a show on CNN... <laughs> And, and was played by Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, that's what Chris Cuomo is. What do you think, Dave? I would be afraid that if Chris Cuomo came out of the basement with COVID, <laughs> with the sweats and yes. everything, that I would catch COVID. So I would go with Andrew Cuomo because, you, you know, he's an incompetent buffoon, but he doesn't. COVID free. He's COVID free. <laughs> for now, for yeah. now. Uh, speaking of COVID, Dr. Fauci uh, came out, who, again, I feel like I have to mention this Ugh. every time Ugh. we talk about him on this broadcast. Ugh. Highest paid federal employee makes more than the president of the United States. He makes around 400 grand a year, right? Yeah, 400 grand. Yeah. yeah. 420 blaze it, believe me. That's yeah. what you need to get through an Anthony Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Dr. Fauci came out and uh, warned that, you know, you might be getting the COVID vaccine to make sure that you can go do th walk about society freely again. Well, he says not so fast. Uh, the COVID-19 vaccination won't give people a free pass to travel. Uh, so he says the maximum immunity begins about 10 days to two weeks and beyond following the second dose. That would give you about a 94 to 95% efficacy and a good safety profile, but it's not a good idea to travel, period. Period. We don't want people living their lives and, uh, you know, like having fun. We don't want that in this country. Um, so my question is, did Fauci not get the memo? He's coming out and saying, well, sure, it's common sense that you if you have masks and masks work, you double it up. It works better. Uh, you have him saying, well, you don't want to travel. Did he not get the memo that the coronavirus pandemic is gone now that Joe Biden has been elected? We went from two weeks to flatten the curve to <laughs> 10 months later, double mask 
Triple now. now. Right, now it's triple mass. And it ain't no swab. Yeah, yeah they ain't. <laughs> Lord. I mean, these we're, we're governed by incompetent people. I, I don't know what is in Fauci's head or heart, truly, but these people have just etched away at our freedoms and our, and our just general sensibility. And a guy like Fauci, he admitted that he lied in the spring. Yeah. He admitted that he lied to, to keep us calm. Yep. When Trump admitted that he lied to keep us calm, everyone said Trump was evil. When Fauci, Fauci did it because he's a nice guy, Trump did it because he's an evil megalomaniac. This, of course, this doesn't surprise me. There's, there is literally nothing that could surprise me at this point. If they announced that the aliens landed tomorrow and they were going to inject us with the cure, would that surprise you? No. Yeah, you'd pretty much <laughs> Well, they I, did actually announce a couple times in last year that aliens have that landed. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one listened. I know, no. we're working cool with Cool story, them. bro. We, yeah. Move on. Yeah, everyone yeah. was just like, all yeah. right, I got other things yeah. going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve, what are your thoughts? Uh, uh, no. Uh, sociopath. Yeah. Dead serious. Uh, it's just sociopaths are driven by one of two things, their own megalomania. Or malevolence. I like you said. I, I don't know which it is with him. It's malevolence. <laughs> I'm not really sure. But um, sometimes I also think you could. I, I think he's clamoring for relevancy because you can see the Biden vaccine with so many of these Democratic governors, elected officials. All right, that cool uh, lockdown worked. Orange man bad. He gone. Let's get back to normal. I, I think he is is sounding increasingly ridiculous because he's clamoring for relevancy. This has been the biggest thing that happened in his career. I mean, this is a guy that essentially is credited with a therapeutic that uh, ended the AIDS crisis. Mm -hmm. Most Americans don't even know this. Mm -hmm. Most Americans didn't know who this guy was a year ago. Mm -hmm. So imagine your greatest claim to fame, most people aren't even aware of, this is this is his ticket to uber and perpetual relevancy and for those of us that have covered politics for more than five minutes it's very difficult for those that once made relevant to let that relevancy go yeah uh dave steve's talking about all of the the places that magically they're oh it's oh look it's uh past the election it's time to open up the uh the state now you yeah. live in a state uh i'm very sad for you that you you used to be a lefty <laughs> you live in california you <laughs> We're yes. just here to, to I got it, smack I got your it. hand about things. But yeah, so what is it what is it like? What is the what is the feeling like in California with uh, Governor Newsom? I mean I know yeah, that well, first people off, are I trying been, very hard to recall him. We've got to recall this guy, yeah. go to recallgavin2020.com and you have to do it by hand. They don't let you do it online, but we have something like and I've signed it and I've been promoting it. We've got about a million uh, I think 1.3 million signatures. It needs 1.5, but realistically, you probably have to get to 1.8 to just count it at 1.5. Yeah, because they're going to yeah. eliminate. God yes. only knows. Them. But think about it. You have to do it by hand at the same time that they're telling you to not leave your house. So they've really made it as difficult as possible. He, he's obviously a terrible governor. Everyone knows that. Um, I, by the way, I would, uh, if you want to use it, I call him the infallible Fauci because it sounds like a sort of 80s failed magician, doesn't it? The infallible <laughs> it Fauci. So if you want to use that, feel okay. free. Um, but California is is messed up i mean even as i sit here today uh tomorrow friday they they will reopen outdoor dining mm -hmm. california socal la where i live it is 80 and sunny every day mm -hmm. they have not let you sit outside at starbucks and have an iced coffee with a friend that is genuinely psychotic and one other thing we covered this the other day on my story on my show uh when when the outdoor dining ban kicked in on december 7th that, well, first off, as I'm sure you guys know, the woman who was the deciding vote ended up going out to eat that night yes, in yeah. Santa Monica. So that's number one. So she yeah. votes to close all the restaurants, but she knew it wasn't happening that night. So she went out to eat, even though the risk must be incalculable. Yeah. Uh, but not only that, but the numbers 
of ice, the number of ICU beds is about half that w now as yeah. what we had then. Yep. So if this is about beds and hospitals and everything right. else, our hospitals are worse They're off worse. now. Yeah. So of course. Yeah, you've got the course. biggest case hotspot in the country right now. Yeah. Politics. Yeah. It's all about politics and that's it. And I hope, I hope that Newsom and the rest of them will just be sued into oblivion. Yeah. When it comes out that they were do not doing this based on numbers, there was no science, mm -hmm. and they did it because they did not like the orange man. Orange man bad. All right, back in a minute. Well, he says it's not about politics. Oh, well. Speaking of the coronavirus, uh, a handful of members of the Chicago Teachers Union have expressed their opposition to Chicago Public Schools' plan for schools to return to in-classroom teaching um, by performing an ensemble of interpretive dances um don't really know what like don't know why don't know what that has to do with anything but uh the 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 union tweeted out this clip with the message six of our rank and file dance teachers come together to use their art form as a voice to express their desire to feel safe amidst cps teacher re teacher return policy they stand in solidarity with all educators at risk because no one should have to choose between life and livelihood uh, and here is of course the very no. powerful yes yes steve no. the very powerful uh interpretive dance watch Make it make sense. Yes, please. Safety is essential. Keep our students and our teachers safe. It's our livelihood versus our lives. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I am sold after watching this. I actually don't think any of the parents who have kids who go to any of those schools should send their kids back to be taught by those people at all, actually. You took the words, and that's exactly where I, I was going with this. Do not send your children please. to public school. These people should probably be institutionalized or something. We really, we're living in a collective mental and I guess spiritual breakdown. We really are. Something is seriously wrong and no one knows how to diagnose it properly. But those people should not be teaching. They should not be teaching. Go, you know, try to get the ballet career back right. or the ballerina career or whatever it might be. But this is just so consistent with everything. COVID nurses that, I, who I have incredible sympathy for, by the way, and I have a friend who's, who's a nurse right now and she is overloaded. Um, but they signed up for that job. But, but is they, she they making TikTok dances? She isn't, and okay. that they can coordinate that level of time to right. do those dances. I remember how long, back in 94, it took me to learn the Macarena. <laughs> it takes time. <laughs> and that one, they're telling you the moves the whole time. Yeah. It's crazy, um, it's crazy. It is. Too. Alexa, what causes aneurysms? <laughs> uh, and then, do you have a pencil? Yeah. 
because I want to do the Joker trick from the Dark Knight oh, on myself on yourself. Yeah, <laughs> after yeah, watching yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, in a, on a more serious note, you know, you have these unions who are trying to convince you that this is all about safety. This is all about their safety. They don't want to put their lives on the line. I, I mean, I've looked at the numbers and the numbers don't really translate to them nowhere being the any world. more at risk. No, nowhere in the world, actually. Yeah. yeah. How, about, how about I toss out a wild theory for you? Please. My wild theory is this. These people don't want to teach. It's yeah. as simple as that. They don't want to work. Whoa. And, and they, <laughs> they, they don't want to work. I mean, they really, they have these jobs. They maybe aren't that happy with these jobs. And it's a bunch of buffoons in the unions that have really great connections now with this new administration. And Biden now is even saying, well, you guys don't have to go back to work yet until we have a rehaul of the air conditioners or something. And it's like, all right, were you talking about this again just a month or two ago? Nobody was talking about that. Was, if anybody you know. would have ever approached me and said, there's going to come a juncture in your career, Steve, where you're going to be arguing to get the kids back into the public schools. <laughs> And the teacher unions are going to say, no, we don't want those kids here where we can indoctrinate them any longer. I'd have said never in a million years. <laughs> yeah. But here we are. Here we are. Right? Here we are. Yes. Well, and so I guess that, that kind of leads to my next question, which is I would have thought that all of the parents out there would have, well, maybe they did vote for Trump and, you know. Weird things might have happened. I don't know. I don't want to get this video taken off of YouTube. But, uh, you know, school choice Trump tried to promote at the same time that you had the left shutting schools down, telling us kids are not, you know, it's not safe. Kids can't return to school. And we have our kids who are really suffering. I mean, mental health visits yeah. to the ER for children have skyrocketed. Illinois governor is getting sued now by a family who's really? child committed suicide. That, that was really today. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I'm so glad because yeah. I think that's the only way this changes yeah, is agreed. if people finally file these lawsuits so that we can set a precedent for this. But I, I guess it's just like, what is it going to take for people to see that these unions, the teachers unions, I mean, the left in general, they, they, they don't care about your kids at all. Stop talking about public schools and let's figure out a new solution. Let's talk about school choice. I mean, are they going to... Is there going to come a time during this pandemic where they figure that out? What do you well, think? Well, you know, it's funny because you mentioned before that I, I used to be a Democrat. I was a lefty. And yes. one of the things that I used to, until the last year, I've really shifted on that I used to still try to hold on to of like, I'm a good lefty, is that I did believe that there is some role in the government for education. It now makes no sense to yep. me. It makes no sense whatsoever. We know the level of indoctrination at this point. And now that we see the federal government is about to put critical race theory back in all the institutions, which we know then will get funneled all the mm -hmm. way down to, to grade level education. I now no, see no reason for that. And I, I don't, and of course, at the same time, what do they hate? As you just said, they hate school choice. So it's not just that we want to indoctrinate you. We don't even want you to have the option right. to opt out of the indoctrination, right. which by the way, is also why Bernie always wants free college. It's not why, because Bernie is so wonderful and wants everyone to be educated about capitalism and free markets and freedom. But where would you possibly sure. send people if you wanted to, uh, to brainwash them better than a state-funded Socialist. Yeah, Marxists don't have program. a lot of children, so right. they need to co-opt yours. Yeah. And this is the, the colleges of the Marxist Youth Ministry. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got to take a break. Back in a minute.
All right, before we go, Dave, I want you to tell everyone, uh, you know, you've got a you've got a little bit of a new venture that's really taking off online. Oh, I thought online. this was t tell everyone what it's like to live in California. Again. <laughs> no. It's scary. The lights are off. Um, so tell them, it's locals. Yeah. And to give give your pitch. Yeah. Tell well, them, I started locals.com because I saw this thing coming. We cannot, for the same reasons that you guys don't like big government, we cannot be ruled by big tech. And what we're building are digital homes. So if you want to own your video and own your audio and own your pictures and own your user data and all of those things we build it for you we give you the keys and we get out of the way and it's subscription based so there are no trolls there are no bots it's almost like you may remember this 20 years ago when you first got on Facebook and people were pleasant and nice and came together for good reasons as opposed to try to destroy and cancel mm -hmm. and ruin everything good about human society uh, and I really do believe that the future of the internet will be walled communities that you know we did all this stuff for free right we got on Facebook for free we got on Twitter for YouTube for free except we know now that it was not free it was our souls it was our data it was <laughs> yeah. our humanity that mm -hmm. they stole from us and you know the simple truth is if you needed a new pair of glasses later today you would expect to pay for it so right. why do we think that the services that we spend all of our days on in some cases more than 12 hours a day so we're just the batteries for the matrix at this point why should those things be free so we build communities for creators i'd love to build communities for you guys and then and then we get out of the way and then you set the rules but you know what if you break the laws of the united states someone else is coming for you i'm not coming for you so <laughs> you got bigger problems than dave rubin yeah all right so locals.com yes locals.com make sure to check it out also make sure to check out these gentlemen's wonderful podcast you've got the steve day show uh, you've also got rubin report make sure to subscribe wherever you get your audio podcasts. I know you can catch them on Blaze TV, but uh, go on and subscribe, rate, and review. Ruben Report and Steve Day Show. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank for you, guys. Us. Yeah, thanks. thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.